Hello, it's uh, Graham Taylor here at Hudson Rose with another episode of the UK Mortgage Podcast. That was quite an excitable hello for me today, wasn't it? That I was uh, something in my tea, maybe. After the um, last couple of weeks have been pretty heavy in terms of the subject matter with self-employed, if you've got through those, well done. Hopefully you've learned uh, a fair bit from them. So I wanted to keep it a little bit more straightforward and light uh, this week which is going to focus on mortgage surveys. So a mix between surveys, mortgage valuations, different types, what they all mean, and what happens if you get a different result to the one you're expecting. So this one should be nice and bite-sized, light and easy, um, all good fun, as all mortgage stuff is. So yeah, this one, all about mortgage surveys. Hope you enjoy it. Right then, mortgage surveys, mortgage valuations, all these kind of things. Let's dive into this topic and give you a bit of an understanding as to what's going on and uh, what's expected. So let's start at the beginning. Why do you need a mortgage survey? Why do you need a mortgage valuation? Well, simply what it comes down to is that when you're buying a house with a mortgage, the lender is taking a first legal charge, is using that property as security. Um, if that's all new to you, check out the first episode, Mortgages 101, which goes into all the bits about death pledges and all those fun kind of things. So if they're going to lend money secured against a property, the idea being that if you don't pay your mortgage, they're going to take that property and they're going to resell it um, and uh, get their money back. Simple. But they're going to need to know that what they're lending against is worth the money and is what we call suitable for mortgage purposes. Because if you just went to him and said, oh, yeah, I want to buy this uh, three bedroom house and uh, it's worth £200,000, but, you know, don't worry, don't go and look at it. It's all good. You can trust me, governor. Yeah. And then actually it was a shack and it was worth, you know, 20 quid. Then that's going to be a problem for the mortgage lender. So what they need to do is get somebody who knows what they're talking about in terms of property, someone with all the qualifications to go out, take a look at the property and make sure it is firstly worth what uh, you're buying, what you're purchasing it for, uh, but also make sure that it is suitable and it's not about to fall down and, and all these kind of things. So that's where they get the help of a surveyor. Qualified, often chartered surveyors. Thing to mention here is that um, a lot of the time people refer to the, uh, the lender doing a survey. It's not technically true. The lender instructs a third party that is the surveyor who is independent, whose only duty is obviously to the profession and, and, and to the building, as they would say. And it's them that goes out, he or she goes out to then value the property and complete the report for the lender. So occasionally where people have had surveys that haven't come back as expected, and we'll touch on what those things can be in a little bit, then you'll hear people say, oh yeah, the um, the lender uh, the lender said, you know, the lender declined it on the survey or the, the lender said the house wasn't suitable or all that kind of thing. It's not the lender, it's the surveyor that's working on behalf of the lender. So that's the first thing is, why do you need it? Make sure it's worth the money uh, and also make sure that it's not about to fall down. Right, so you've got your, uh, you've got your mortgage application in. You know now that you're going to need some sort of survey or some sort of valuation. What? The devil happens next. Well, let's start on the different types of survey stroke valuation you can have. Now, I've used the word survey and valuation there because they are not quite the same thing. 
But if we if we take them one at a time, we'll work out what they are. So a mortgage valuation is the basic level of survey that you need to have to be able to uh, to purchase a property. So a lender is always going to carry out a mortgage valuation. The key thing with this is that when the surveyor is instructed to go and carry out a mortgage valuation, uh, they are done. They are done so on the, on the basis that it is for the mortgage lender. So you might have to pay for the mortgage valuation, but they're not. The surveyor is not going out to look at it on your behalf. They're not going to tell you much, if anything, about the state of the property. They're going out on the lender's behalf to assess whether it's suitable for mortgage purposes and whether it's worth what you're paying for it. All right. So this is the absolute base level. Now sometimes. Uh, you get these surveys free as part of a package. They'll say, oh, yeah, if you, if you take this product, we'll give you a free mortgage valuation, which is, on the face of it, brilliant. But always beware, because actually sometimes what they've done is they've given you given it with one hand and taken away with the other. And although you're getting a free valuation, the interest rate is that much higher than actually it ends up costing you more than had you paid for it with another, another product. So that's something to be aware of as a sideline. But a mortgage valuation that surveyor will go out, look at it, Tick, yeah, it's not about to fall down. There's nothing wrong with it. It meets our lending criteria and our lending purposes, and it's worth what we pay for it. They then report that back to the underwriter. The underwriter checks the surveys with the little box that's ticked, suitable, and uh, and off they go. Mortgage offer comes out. Everybody's happy. Hooray! But you've also got to consider that you're chucking a lot of money into buying this property. You know, you're putting your deposit in. Um, the mortgage lender might be lending the bulk of it, but you're going to have to live in it and you don't want to be buying something that's absolute money pit. So you might want to have a more in-depth survey carried out on your behalf. And the first one of these, the next stage up from the mortgage valuation is what's called a home buyer's report. Now, a home buyer's report is a report that was designed by the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors, also known as RICS. And they came up with a kind of prescribed format that surveyors can follow that will be more in-depth than a mortgage valuation by quite some measure. measure. And uh, we'll report back to you on the condition of um, you know, major elements. So they're going to you know, look at the roof. They're going to look at the garage. They're going to make sure that the, the pointing's done. And they're going to come back to you with a report that's colour-coded um, red, amber, and green. So green, not to worry. Everything's good. Don't worry about it. Amber, hmm. Be aware of it, but it's not causing you any major problems at the moment. And a red, which is more a case of actually this might need looking at sooner rather than later. And it comes with comments. So you don't just get, you know, roof red and then you think, well, what the hell does that mean? You get, you know, roof red, you know, tiles need replacing here and here or it needs venting or whatever uh, needs doing to that property. So the good thing about that is that you get a bit of an idea of what the state of the property is and you get a bit of an understanding as to what you're kind of walking into. Because when you make an offer on a property, You've probably only seen it once or twice uh, in about 15 minutes. And you make an offer based on good faith um, to make sure that, you know, you, you expect the property to be in decent condition. A surveyor might come out and do a home buyers and say, actually, this might cost you a little bit more than you expected. And that might alter your decision to, A, buy the property if the survey's really bad, if it's like, oh, it's falling down. Or um, it might affect your decision to, to offer the same price that you did uh, when you first walked around it. So then there might be an element of renegotiation involved. Um, now, as I say, look, I'm not a surveyor. We work with surveyors very closely. So I've had a little chats with them about all this. And, and the general consensus from a surveying uh, friend of mine was that home buyers reports are pretty good for anything uh, post-Victorian. So 1900-ish, you know, uh, in the last 120 years or so, you can generally get away with having a home buyers report. 
look, you know, you've got to, you've got to use your sense of judgment here because there's all sorts of types of property in the UK. We've got massively different housing stock from, from place to place. And sometimes a property in the last hundred years might be better from something a bit more in depth. But as a rule of thumb, that's what they tell us is that they're suitable for the last you know, 120 year old properties, things like that. What I say is if you're, if you're going to get a home buyer's report, speak to the surveyor, show them the particulars of what they're buying. They will guide you on what they think is the best way to go. And, uh, and, and, and you can take their advice because they are the professionals and they are the experts. Right, so what else have you got after your home buyers and your mortgage valuation? You've got your big granddaddy survey of them all, which is your buildings report or building survey. It used to be called a full structural. I'm not sure if they rebranded it. It used to be called full structural surveys, but now they're all called building surveys. So these are big, bespoke, kind of no stone left unturned. The surveyor is going to go around and uh, you're going to get a full report on the condition of the property. You're then also going to get generally you know, how much it's going to cost to put works right and, and, and all this kind of stuff and ongoing maintenance. It's, it's really, really in depth. And I'll be honest with you, it's probably for many people overkill. Um, I would say the majority of, of, of people will, if they're going to have something more in depth, will go for a home buyers, unless you're buying something very old, unless you're buying something listed. Um, you know, th- those kind of things where you might want to go a bit more in depth, but your surveyor will generally um, will generally guide you on that. Unlike having a home buyers report, which comes in a sort of standardized report with, um, you know, color coding, things like that. The home buyer, the home buyers, the building survey is is a written report from the surveyor as they see fit to write it. So it's going to be very technical, although the surveyor will clearly talk you through it. Uh, and everything else. It's also the most expensive. Okay, so your three things, your mortgage valuation is your cheapest, sometimes free with the right product. Your home buyers is your middle ground and your um, your, your building survey is the is the, the top whack. How much these things cost depends on the purchase price. The more expensive a property is, the more the, uh, the, the survey is going to cost, generally because they often go to be bigger properties, although if you're buying a flat in Kensington, that might not be the case. Uh, but also there's a, there's a bigger liability attached from a surveyor's point of view. Um, so that the, the cost of cover and PI cover for them is increased as well. So that's why the, that's why there's going to be a differential in price. And again, there's no correct answer to this. Depends what you're buying, depends where you're buying, depends on how handy you are. Some people just walk around there with, you know, a builder or they know someone or they themselves work in tools and they can look at stuff and think, I know what that's going to cost roughly to do it. And they're happy with a mortgage valuation. So horses for courses, I think is what they say, isn't it? Um, so where do you get it from? Where do you get your mortgage valuation, and your mortgage survey from? Well, your mortgage valuation is always going to be instructed by the lender. Yeah, it has to be because it's being done on their behalf. However, lenders may offer you the opportunity to upgrade that mortgage valuation at a cost to then say, actually, well, as this surveyor is going out, do you want them to do a home buyer's report for you at the same time? Some lenders will offer you the ability to do a a building survey at the same time, although it's less common. Most will do either basic mortgage valuation or upgrade to a home buyer's. The benefit of that is that actually you're killing two birds with one stone. I'm coming out with all these phrases today. No stone left unturned, two birds, one stone, horses for courses. Get in there. Right. So they uh, they could send one surveyor out. They kill two birds with one stone. They do the mortgage valuation and the home buyer's report at the same time. Speeds things up. Uh, everyone's a winner, happy days, one payment made. It might save you a bit of money as well if it's subsidised, if the, the mortgage variation is being subsidised. The downside to that is you don't get any choice in who the surveyor is. Now, the surveyor instructed is always going to be local to the area. A lot of them work within 10 or 15 miles of their front door, so they know the property stock, they know the market, they, they know what they're looking at. But you might particularly want to use someone that is local to you who you can ring up and say, 
can you do my home buyers? Um, because you know you've got a good relationship with them. You can talk to them a bit more easily than you can if you have a, a the, the surveyor instructed by the lender. So again, no right or wrong answer. It depends on how you want to do it. But there can be benefits to not upgrading the uh, mortgage valuation to a home buyers. But equally, there are negatives in that it might cost you a bit more to instruct it instruct it separately. Okay, so we know the different types of survey and mortgage valuation available. Mortgage value, home buyers, building survey, nailed that. Stick it on the fridge, all the definitions, you'll be fine. Um, what happens after the survey? What about the results? What happens if the survey isn't as you expected? Ooh, I need some sinister music here. I haven't got any. Um, make it up yourself. So there's, there's a few things that can happen. And one of the most common ones, especially in a market that's pretty uh, frothy, as we kind of are at the moment, is you get a situation whereby actually it might have gone to the, the property might have gone to best and final offers and everyone's got quite excited and secured the property and they've gone over the asking price. Okay, The surveyor's then gone out to do the valuation uh, and they've come back and they said, well, you know what? We don't think it's worth £200,000 in this market. We think it's only worth one hundred and ninety. And the surveyor will make that call based on comparable evidence of properties uh, that have recently sold, normally in the last few months. Okay, that's completed completions rather than ones that just had offers. Um, and they'll also look at the wider market in terms of, you know, uh, opportunities in the area and just their own sort of feeling to, to some extent. So it is, it is science and art together. But what they're not there to do is try and temper the housing market to beyond. They're not there to just say, well, I don't think it's this, therefore, you know, you should pay it because they're not there to tell people what they should pay for things but they have a duty to the lender to say, actually, this might have been over-egged a little bit. So if they downvalue it, what happens then? Well, it's quite straightforward from a lending perspective. What a lender does is that they base the loan to value, so that's the ratio of the amount you're borrowing compared to the value of the property. They base that on either the lower of the purchase price or the mortgage valuation. So if you were buying at £200,000, you had an offer accepted at £200,000, yeah, uh, and uh, you were putting in a 10% deposit, all right, and borrowing £180,000, that's all good. If the surveyor goes out and says, oh, it's only worth 190000 the lender will say, okay, you can still buy the property, but we think it's only, we're going to use the figure of 190000 as a value, and therefore your 10% deposit needs to be that £19,000. They're going to have to reduce your loan slightly or change your product onto a, a higher loan-to-value one. So that's the first thing. A change, a down valuation can lead to... Um, a change in the product or the amount of deposit you have to put in. Of course, the other thing you can do is if you do get a down valuation is you can go back to the vendor and via the estate agent if there is one and say, look, you know, this has been downvalued because of X, Y, and Z. Can we come to some arrangement on, uh, on, on the price? If you choose to renegotiate the price and it comes back at 190 and that's the, the, the agreed figure, you go back to the lender, let them know, They'll update their records and off you pop, everything's fine. If you sort of say, well, let's meet in the middle and say 195,000, I'm going to buy it for, the lender's going to say, fine, that's cool. You can buy it for 195. We're going to use 190 as our valuation for your, your loan to value for your product. So you have to stick in the extra five grand yourself. So you can still buy at over the price that it is valued at, but the lender will do all their calculations based on product and uh, interest rate and all that kind of stuff on the lower of the purchase price or the valuation. The final thing I want to touch on is what happens if a surveyor looks at a property, says, yeah, it's good, but there's a little bit of work that needs doing. Damp, for instance, or um, you know, a bit of roofing work or something like that. Well, they can impose here what's called a retention, or they can recommend a retention to the lender. And a retention is where the lender says, right, look, the surveyor's identified £5,000 of works that need doing to get it up to the full valuation. 
We're happy to lend you all the money, less £5,000. We're going to retain that. That's our retention. And once you've got the works done after you've moved in, show us the, show us the fact that the completion certificate and it's all been done. We'll come out, give it a once over, make sure it's okay, and then we'll release that £5,000 back to you. So retention's exactly as it sounds. They are retaining funds until work has been completed um, and, and they can then, then give that money back to you. So it's not as bad as a we're not going to lend on it scenario. It's just that actually we're not going to give you all of it, get some work done, and then uh, and, and we'll, we'll be happy from there. The final, the other bit that does come into play sometimes is that where a surveyor goes out and looks at it, identifies maybe an issue with a property, but they they think actually this is outside my specific area of expertise to comment on. So uh, I've mentioned damp already. Damp is a, is a key one. If they go out and they see damp, they might say, looks okay, but actually we need to get a report from a damp and timber specialist just to make sure there's no, there's no really ingrained serious damp issues. So what they're doing there is they're identifying a potential problem, but they're saying that they're um, their remit and their skill set takes them so far and then you need a specialist to to come in and get a report. So a lender might say, cool, get a damp and timber report from someone, we'll review that. And then depending on what that report says, uh, we'll then either say yes or no. The other one is, of course, a structural engineer's report. So if there's something where it's been a bit of movement and the surveyor can't quite decide whether or not it's kind of longstanding or whether there's a bigger problem at play, what they might do is say, right, get a structural engineer in to just do the calculations, make sure it's all happy and supporting and everything is fine and then we'll go from there so it's not um it's not unusual it's not common i mean let's be honest having extra reports done on properties doesn't happen all the time but if it happens it's fine it just means the lender needs a little bit more information from a specialist to confirm whether or not the property is suitable for mortgage purposes right i think that's pretty much it it was a bit longer than i expected in the end um it's more technical than you think when you start saying it back but hopefully that provides a bit of an insight as to what the mortgage valuations and mortgage surveys available are, what the options are, why they're needed, and also some of the bumps in the road that can come out uh, from a survey not going quite as expected. But in all of these things, it's, a, it's part of a process. It's one, um, it's one block in the whole sort of chain of, um, of, of house buying. It's all these little different little bits that, that fit together to end up you getting your mortgage offer and buying your home. Um, other thing I should just chuck in, actually, is one we get asked quite a lot is, do you ever get told if the house is worth more than what you're buying for? Generally, no. All right. If you've got yourself a bargain and you're buying it at 20 grand under value, then uh, the surveyor is just going to, you know, agree that the purchase price, it is worth at least what you are paying for it. And then you just have to, to be smug and know that you bought it a little bit under value in your own time. They're not going to, they're not going to up the value. I mean, it happens rarely, once or twice. I think I can think of it happening, but generally you won't find out. So cool, look, hopefully that's helped. If you want any more information on uh, surveys, if you want any more information on mortgages or just the process in general, uh, check us out at hudson-rose.co.uk. Um, we've got our YouTube channel. If you search Hudson Rose Mortgages, you'll find us on there. Or you can give us a bell on 0330 uh, yeah, cool. Hope you enjoyed that and I will catch you soon. Bye.